0: Hi, this is Pastor Janet coming to you today from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Think of the Oreo cookie with its two chocolate cookie sides and creamy filling in the middle. Now confess, when you eat an Oreo, do you take the cookie apart and eat the filling first or eat the whole cookie all together? Some people eat the cream filling first, which makes no sense to me because then you're left with two plain dry chocolate cookies. In fact, then it's not even an Oreo anymore because it's the cream center that makes the Oreo the Oreo. What does this have to do with anything important? Actually, the Holy Ghost talked to me about Oreo cookies recently. He did not tell me to eat more of them, but he did tell me how this cookie can help us understand the gifts of the Spirit. I've gone back and forth a lot between 1 Corinthians chapters 12 through 14 studying the gifts of the Spirit. Quite honestly, I've wondered many times why a chapter on love, 1 Corinthians 13, is stuck right smack dab in between the two chapters on the gifts of the Spirit. I've thought, did Paul put that love chapter in the wrong place? Maybe he needed an editor to move it. I like things organized. I like paragraphs to flow, so I couldn't understand why these two chapters on the gifts were interrupted by the love chapter. The truth is, that chapter is in exactly the right place. And the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart, explaining, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 are like the Oreo cookie. Chapters 12 and 14 are the cookies. And chapter 13 is the creamy filling, or God's love, that holds them all together. Love keeps the gifts working right and puts divine order in. In their operation. The gifts of the Spirit are serious business, and we need them operating in our churches, out on the streets, and in our own lives. In fact, if there's one thing we need to start talking more about in this hour of the church, it's the gifts of the Spirit. Smith Wigglesworth said this about the gifts Is there not a vast and an appalling unconcern about possessing the gifts? You may ask a score of believers chosen at random from almost any church, do you have any of the gifts of the Spirit? The answer from all will be no, and it will be given in a tone and with a manner that conveys the thought that the believer is not surprised that he does not have the gifts, and that he doesn't expect to have any of them, and that he does not expect to seek them. Isn't this terrible? when the living word specifically exhorts us to earnestly desire the best gifts. Evidently, that was the condition of the church back in Smith Wigglesworth's day. Yet amazingly enough, it sounds similar to the church today. I grew up in a church my dad pastored where the primary gifts and manifestation on a regular and consistent basis were tongues and interpretation although we don't see that so much in our churches even today. Let's change that. Let's earnestly desire the gifts as the Bible say. Let's talk about the gifts so faith for them will rise. Let's learn more about the gifts so we can operate them. We need boldness to step out and flow in the gifts wherever we go. And without a doubt, as we're filled with God's love, the same way the Oreo Center is filled with cream, God will use us in the gifts of the Spirit like never before. I'm so glad you tuned in today. If you're interested in a copy of my devotional, The God Life, go to our website, wctulsa.org. Join me again tomorrow as we find out more of how to live beyond the ordinary.